Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? Welcome in. It is a CHGO Bears Monday. This is the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO to get two bets, two risk-free bets up to $2,000. It's a Monday, which means Corey Wooten is here. What's going on, fellas? What's up? Man, feeling good. Not so much about the game, but feeling good otherwise. That's good. That's not victory Monday. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not, but we're going to have a victory focused, moving forward, let's get the most out of this season show. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody with me? Well, I like that, man. Carm showed up today sure. ready to fix problems. Well, I got up uh, very early this morning. Little five. I've, I think I was a 5-2 tour. <laughs> wow. Did my, uh, did my 6-20 Fox 32. What's up, Fox 32? Woot does stuff over there, too. Uh, hit. And then I came in here at 7 o'clock. Nobody was here. It was very peaceful. And you started eating boneless wings. And then I started eating boneless wings. What kind? Uh, ch- uh, like buffalo chicken. It was okay. Giordano's leftover Thursday <laughs> night. I figured that we had, you know, we had a big show here Thursday night. I figured people would eat the boneless. Nobody ate it. And then I... Wait, what time, okay, what time are we eating wings now? Like I probably actually I got her at seven, started eating the wings <laughs> at about nine. It was breakfast. Okay. Breakfast after a collage across the street. My first ever collage in the West Loop. Hit the like button if you're up for eating boneless wings at nine a.m. Yeah, and subscribe would be cool. Please. But so I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Justin <laughs> Justin Fields, when he had time and stayed in the pocket, he made some. Decent throws. He looked like a quarterback. Some really good throws, right? The the one long uh, shot to Mooney. Bomb to Mooney was good. The throw to Mooney uh, in the middle of five dudes. He he stayed in. He stayed there. He was he was calm. It was normal. Nice, solid, easy throw. First down, Bears. Uh, The twenty-two yarder to Wesco. By the way, the play last night, bear or not a bear? Yeah, right. Bear his first his first catch as a bear, and his (laughs) I think his seventh catch in four seasons in the NFL. Talent around Justin Fields. You know, did you guys watch last night when Patrick Mahomes made that insane, ridiculous spin and then flip into the end zone? I did. I just watched a play then from the Bears game that was almost literally the same exact play. Exactly. Ex- exactly. Right? And the Bears didn't make it. The Bears yeah. didn't make it. He flipped it to Wesco, who dropped it. Yeah. So I, like a kind of... But also the running back that was right there didn't do what Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did, which was sneak out and keep exactly. going. So there was a couple things there. Right, but I made a slightly rude comment on Twitter last night when Mahomes made that play. I was like, Fields could do that. Because <laughs> I mean, it, it was just... It was more of a compliment of the, the absurdity that is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But then I'm rewatching it, and Fields actually kind of did that. Not quite as great, but it was it was a good play. They just dropped it. And by the way, you know what the play was right after that? He threw a, 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 a what should have been a first down pass to Dante Pettis. Was it right on the money? Right, that right. back shoulder play. Not an easy yeah. throw up top. Great, great throw. Great throw. Right on the money. He's got to help him out. And he dropped it. Yeah. So I'm in a slightly positive mood this morning because when he was given time for a guy who's was in his what 
thirteenth start yeah. as an he, he had his moments that you there were a couple of flashes yesterday. That, so we that, saw there, progress, there, right? There's a little bit of progress. Down the field passes, right? Because before this, really struggling. You know, I'm I'm really I really love the Mooney, like the shot, right? He put it where only he could get it. That's key. The pedestal was huge. Um, he just seemed a lot more comfortable in the pocket, something we didn't see in the first couple of weeks. So that's something to improve on, right? I think I think the passing game is is improving, is going up after this game. Uh, but but some of the some of the play calls, especially that third and two, right on the goal line, right, and you do a gun run. I'm like pulling my hair out because I'm like this this is two down territory to me. I'm thinking we can get two yards. Let's go 21 personnel. Let's get blazing game. Let's get a tight end. Let's get two tight ends, and we have two plays to get in the end zone. And I, I'm gonna bet my bucks on it. If they did that personnel, they would have had a touchdown there and not a field goal. So that I, I just didn't understand that. Yeah, and I just didn't like the process. You, you know, you you bring up the the play call and the personnel. Agree. I just in general, I'm like if you're gonna run the ball there. Shouldn't you be going for it on fourth down? Like, I didn't back, mind right. the run. I just didn't – I thought they'd be then going for it, and I just don't like – too conservative for me. Way too conservative then to just settle for the field goal when you need touchdowns to win. Yesterday proved that. Um, I just – you know, back to fields real quick. Yes, there were glimpses. Yes, there was baby steps. Good things happened at times. But you said a key thing too. When the protection held up and when he stayed in the pocket, there were too many times and I can think of two specific ones where for no reason he just started bailing out. The one where Cole Komet came in for max protect, yeah, and he, he's block he's blocking Jihad Ward on the edge. He has him there and he runs right into he just him. runs just right field, into runs the pressure. Right in. If he and stays, thinking, if he stays in the middle, he's yeah. got all day. If he just goes over a little bit, he can move to the right a little bit, you know, but. He started scrambling towards the sideline. You're like, what are you doing? And then he takes a hit there. And then we talked about it. A lot of the unnecessary hits that he took, even on the scrambles, you're like, you got to get down. He was in weird positions. And I could tell he was beat up in that game. You could just tell, like, and as a young quarterback, you don't want him taking those hits, right? Look what happened with RG3, right? When he, we started taking those hits, he got injured. You don't want to ever see that with Cam Newton early on. He thought, oh, I could take these hits. I'm big and strong. No, you don't want to take hits as a quarterback. Well, that part of it, too, when they were in the game, and they were in the game, I guess, the whole game, but when earlier on in the game, at least, when he was trying to pick up first downs, he's, he's hunting for, for running lanes because that's where he feels the most confident. Where is it? I can get a first down here, third and six, and he, and he picked him up. Did yeah, he, I so, like that. But I was just saying some of the hits, and, and you could probably it, it, agree to this. I, right? I, bet, I bet you, Luke Getzey, you know, Andy Janoko, they're in the film room today showing him at least five he didn't have to take. Yeah, they're like, man, get down, right? Yeah, it's, it's a classic example. Like sometimes you try to do too much, and you got to realize guys at this level. And I told you that I said anytime a quarterback used to scramble, and they they didn't give themselves up, that's our opportunity to wail on them. You know, we're going we're gonna to take a shot at them, right? Clean hit. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to try to light them up in that situation. You know, you want to scramble? Let's do this. There was another one earlier, too, where it, it was only a five-man protection, but there was a brick wall. Yeah. And, and he still had more time. And, 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 look, so that's a good example, I think, of nobody's really getting open. And in his head, he's got the clock, and he's like, eventually it's going to break down. But he ends up running out to the right, and he didn't need to. He had more time. So that just comes down to trusting your protection a little bit more, which I understand is tough right now because you're not getting consistency there. Well, on the first one that you guys are talking about with, with where he runs into Ward, and 100%, he, the Bears had six guys blocking three Giants. So there's three guys running around trying to get open against six defenders. Yep. They're all double teamed. You know who gets open in those scenarios? Elite wide receivers can beat two players. Not not Dante Pettis. No disrespect to Dante. Not Equinemius St. Brown. Not even, most of the time, Darnell Mooney. So, yeah, when you go max protects against a three-man rush, you have an issue there. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, you the, numbers aren't, the numbers aren't working we, out. We need a tight end and a, and a, and a running back running around out there yeah. against the – five on six yeah. would be, a, you know, okay, fine, yeah. someone's getting open. Because now yeah. we got linebackers covering running backs. And let's talk about the protection offensively, right? It really struggled. Giants struggled with pressure. They had, I think they had three sacks coming into this game. Yeah. They, they struggled to generate the pressure. And we made Lawrence look like a superstar out there, right? He looked like Warren Sapp, honestly. 
right? The, the one sack he had on Lucas Patrick, man, he threw him to the side, just complete bull rushed him. So, yeah, Justin Fields was getting pressured, and, and the O-line really, really struggled. So, Wu, to that point, which one of these guys do you actually believe in? Tevin, Tevin Jenkins, for sure, I, I think. Okay. I think for me, I think he's the most nasty, great road grader. He fits, he fits that, that mold as a guard for me, right, with pass protection. I, 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 I love him the most out there. Okay, I can hear that, mm-hmm. and he's played the least. Yep. And that's – Which is confusing. Uh, which, is exactly. an, which is an indictment mm-hmm. in, in what you just said. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've talked about Lucas Patrick like he's, uh, you know, a first ballot Hall of Famer. He he's not a guard. Cr- he's not a guard, though. He's a center. Like – I don't think people realize, like, I understand you're trying to get him reps, but it's such a different game. Center is more of a, a help out. You're, you're the quarterback of the O-line, right? You're, you're not really – you don't really have zero techniques anymore on you head on, right? It's more you're, you're quarterbacking the uh, offensive line. You know, you're setting the protections. You're helping out a lot. You're sliding. So him one-on-one on most people, that's, that's tough sledding. Usually if he's one-on-one with a, with a shade on him, the guard's helping out. So, you know, Lawrence – Lawrence did his number on him. Like, he was, he was pushing around the bull rush. So, I understand they're trying to get him reps, but he's a center. Play center. Well, and they, they were forced to have him jump over to left guard because yeah. Whitehair got hurt, and exactly. he looked worse over there. And I don't know if that had anything to do with maybe a hand that's not 100%, but it, it wasn't good. Yeah. And Sam Mustafer is getting thrown around like, exactly. like Sam Mustafer gets thrown around. Yeah, inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, you can't win games if, if a struggling – front is generating pressure on you like they, they were going nuts about it right like literally everyone everyone couldn't believe it on twitter this that and the other like this, this giants team is absolutely dominating them and, so, and it'll be interesting to see how the offensive line shakes out now because it sure seems like best case scenario cody whitehair is going to miss some time worst case scenario it could be Dunzo. significant as he yeah. has an mri but, uh this morning but, but before you get too far away from that just just to follow up on that last comment by you the giants Crush the bear. The Giants had three sacks in three games coming into t- to yesterday. They got six yesterday. They got six. And, and what they, they generated, I think, the least pressure out of any other team in, in the league. Right. right? So, so it, it, they, the Bears were not going up against the 85 Bears yesterday. They were going up against the 2022 Giants. And you so, know what this game uh, was for yeah, the they, Giants? They might have looked like Lawrence Taylor in those unis, but that, <laughs> he was not out there. <laughs> you know, the, this was the confidence-building game for that, that Giants defense, right? Talk about they, they were stopping the run pretty consistently, but pressure-wise, they haven't been able to get pressure all year. So now, now they're feeling high. They, they got the juices flowing because they sacked Justin Fields six times in this game. Well, can I just point out, though, that, like, remember last week when we were doing a show after a win and we were talking about how the Bears, you know, you can't really win football games with eight completions and 74 yards yeah. or whatever <laughs> it is? Like, the Bears lost to themselves yesterday. <laughs> Because Daniel Jones had eight completions, 71 yards, and they just ran the ball the entire game, That's which is exactly did. what the Bears did against the Texans a week ago. Yeah. It's just like they, they lost to themselves. So, so, okay, I love that take. It's, In, it's insert Spider-Man meme. <laughs> your most your most difficult competition in life is the man in the mirror and the bears standing at themselves. But it, it's it's like it's and that's not the only area where you could say yeah. that. What the what the um, what the bears needed to adjust to on defense yesterday was exactly what other teams started to adjust to on the bears in week one in the middle of the game against the 49ers. Blitz the boot. Blitz the boot. Same thing like Love, Lovey, right? He yeah. usually doesn't blitz, but he said, we're going to take this boot out. And what, it, Justin Fields got sacked and hit a few times, some errant throws, because they had a game plan against that. And what do we do at halftime? No adjustments at all. I said, I said for sure, when they come out in the second half, they're going to run somebody right at the boot. Nope, they didn't do it. Then Tyrod Taylor comes in and does the same thing. I'm like, what right. is going on? Right, really. Right, right. Right. I mean, could I have gone in there and run the boot against the Bears yesterday? You Seriously. Could have. I, I mean, what how is that? So but So let's they, they run the boot, okay? Against Corey Wooten's Bears defense. Yep. You guys go to the sidelines. Yep. It's the middle of the first quarter. What happens? We make an adjustment. We bring somebody off the edge. Mm-hmm. A, a linebacker off the I mean, edge I mean, screaming at that boot. Aren't you yelling at your teammate like, "Dude, yeah. do not Lose your containment. Or we switch to an overfront, what I was telling you about, right? So the defensive end on that side would be head up on the tight end, right? So you know when that tight end 
you know, doesn't really try to reach you inside, you know it's a boot right then. So you shock them, you, you shed it, and then you get up to the boot. So that, that's usually the boot killer when you're in a six technique. A lot of times they were in the five technique, which I told you is a tough, just tough sledding. Inside. And Brisker, a lot of times, his job was the contain. And especially on one of those touchdowns, he didn't do it at all. He's, he's sitting there in coverage. He doesn't really know. It seems like they're unsure of the what to do. touchdowns were the same play, by the yeah, way. Yeah, was. They were the exact same play. They got him twice on the same thing. Like how, does, how does that happen, right? Like, like one time, you understand. Yeah. But after that, you have to make an adjustment. And the same formation, same exact play. But hats off to the Giants for just sticking to their guns. Uh, Mike Kafka had a great game. Call, call. He did. He, he took he, what the defense gave him. Yeah, he he did. Congrats to the former cat. Way to go, Mike Kafka. <laughs> Sorry it came against the Bears. This sucks. But Brisker, I didn't get it. Like, come on, man. We all we have you in the Hall of Fame. We love Jaquan Brisker. I love Jaquan Brisker. He, the, His eyes have been a problem, though. And they were, they were already in the first three weeks. He too. also... On on the moral missed tackle on Saquon where they had him in the backfield, which was a huge play. Br- the screenplay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Brisker, had, it was on third down. Yep. Uh, moral should have tackled Saquon. They didn't get him. He gets out of there. Daniel Jones blocked Brisker on that play. Like, borderline, rag, like, ragdolled him. Like, dude, you're Jaquan Brisker. You could have cracked the living daylights out of the quarterback right there. I was just I was watching, looking back at him, like, what? How is that? That should not happen. What was the other play that we watched, Hoke? Who, who, was, who was that got, got blocked by a wide receiver? Oh, we, uh, it was it was Joe Thomas getting blocked. Like, like yeah. pancaked. Yes. Like, dominated, like, pushed five yards down the field because he's the edge of this, right? He's coming down to block him. He should shock and lock him. He's a wide receiver. You have no job Get off getting blocked receiver. by a wide receiver. You should make him think twice about that next time. Yeah. And yeah. he gets pancaked down the field. Exactly. Make him – Daniel Jones, don't you ever come down the field. I, I will yeah. smoke the living uh, – are you That's kidding That's your free me? opportunity. Right. That's what I told you. It's a he free should, opportunity. He should have been buried into the ground if, if, if nothing else there. And, and then Jaquan should have gotten off him and tackled Saquon at the same yeah. damn time. But, like, Daniel Jones, oh, great block on you – know, that really just is – painful to watch on a, on a rewatch and when it, when it comes down to, to the run game defensively right we, we talked about they're, they're able to stop the inside runs it's when we start getting on the edge that they struggle with right because it's setting the edge of the defense guys are out of position right we talked about the one where eddie jackson came inside on a blitz and morrow should see him crossing his face yep. as soon as he crossed his face you scrape and you go downhill and that would have been a tackle for for a, he, a he loss was late. or a zero yard gain at so, that point so okay you can't really replace the players that are out there at this point in the season. What 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 would you, what would you recommend to to fix the run defense right now? So so I think it, a lot of it is is the gap discipline, right? And guys aren't getting off the ball. I told you this. The, the first drive, Saquon's first run, Pennell was eight yards down the field, oh, getting absolutely pancaked. Right? He got knocked into the linebacker, and Saquon goes for twenty plus yards in that. Like you cannot win. They're not getting off the football, right? I told you this Tampa 2 defense, it thrives on get off, right? Because penetration destroys everything. When I look at them getting off the ball, they get off the ball slow. You have to penetrate, right? Even if you're reach, right, they're doing an outside zone, and I get up the field and I create penetration, right, I'm in my gap, and Saquon has to cut back. So that's the edge of the defense. We're not seeing – you remember I told you, you know, Henry Melton, you know, Tommy Harris, those, those really good three techniques that get up the field – as well as like peppers, you know, you get up the field and you penetrate, and that creates the edge. And that's what they're not doing right now. They're not getting off the football. And Tampa, too, get off is a must, and we, we don't see much of that. Not good. Yeah, because I, I that, that's what has me worried is just like how much that can actually be fixed midseason. Yeah, it's, it's tough they might to just them. they might just not have the dudes to do it. Yeah. I just want to know, like, who are the keepers? Who, 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 who's long-term here? Let's 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 figure that one out. Kyler, can we get you better? Jaquan, I know we can. So get you're ready for the off season, is what you're saying? No, I will. You're ready to make. <laughs> uh, well, I, I am done. because I'm super excited to see the Bears use their hundred plus million dollars to get some aid. But yeah. he's I, just I, excited he'll be one year closer to Arlington. That's all he cares that's about. True, we'll get there. I'm sooner or later. I mean, I I'm looking forward to a trip to Minnesota and to see how they do. But I also like, hey. Let's let's figure out who's who's staying, who's going. Uh, you know, we don't we can have those conversations later. But like, who's got the talent to be here? I mean, 
Well, that's kind of what they're figuring out right now. And they kind of yeah. knew that coming in the season that it was going to be like that. Let's uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll hand out our Monday loaf since it is a loss. Uh, but first, we'll tell you that this football season points bet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means before this ad is over, you can place a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out on your live second-half over bet. With PointsBet, you have access to more live football markets than ever before. Build the perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, totals, player props, and more. Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with PointsBet Lightning Bets. Whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up with code CHGO to get your first two bets risk-free up to $2,000. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And if you're looking for tickets to a sporting event, a concert, a show, anything in general, the hottest new ticketing site, that would be Game Time Tickets. Download the app right here, and you could be looking at a sweet center court, upper level, $28 ticket to Bulls and Pelicans preseason buckets tomorrow night at the United Center. I know you want to go. Wow. 8.30. Um, I will be. Uh, you going? No, I, 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 I can't go tomorrow night. But uh, I will be at the United Center soon enough. A week from Tuesday uh, when the Milwaukee Bucks come calling. That's their last, I think, preseason game at the UC. I'm going to head on over. But use that game time app to uh, – you want to sit upper level. You want to sit front. You want to sit courtside. You want to be there at our next tailgate uh, coming up. On November the 6th, when the Dolphins come to town, there you go. Uh, hey, plenty of game time tickets available for you. Also, if you love CHGO, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description as we're pulling up right now. That is a huge support to us and a great way to get yourself into any of the Chicago facilities, including Soldier Field, where the Bears should stay forever. Thank you very much. <laughs> Knock uh, it down and rebuild it. Yeah, okay. Okay, Ryan Field. <laughs> Not, that, hey, doing that. They're do, that, that's a sweet move by the Wildcat. Yeah, it's been a tough year. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, no, let's not talk yeah, about that. We'll do that. <laughs> okay, um, it's Monday. The Bears lost. It's time for Monday Loafs. We got to hand them out. They're handing them out at Hallis Hall right now. They're just, you know, they're like, Oprah, you get one, yeah. you get one. Everybody's getting the loafs this morning. Um, I will start with one on defense, Ice. We saw it. I know you saw this too, yeah. Corey. But there was the obvious missed tackle that Nicholas Morrow made in the backfield on Saquon Barkley. It should have been like a 9, 10-yard loss, and obviously it went for a big gain, and that was a huge play in the game. But Robert Quinn, I have no idea what he was doing on that play. He just like kind of ran by the missed tackle, didn't seem to realize like that he, was he wasn't tackled, <laughs> and then he turns around and just stands there. So I have to imagine that the coaches are giving him a loaf on that play. 100%. Like, bad angle. Like, the angle wouldn't even got to him at all, right? Like, it was, it was just bad football. Like, that should have that been knocked out for, for a minus play on that, right? Somebody should have got him in the backfield. Poor angles, poor tackle. Everybody gets a loaf on that one. It almost looked like he was just, like, assuming the tackles were being made yeah. and he was going to the bench. Yep. Like, because otherwise it didn't really make sense where he was going. Yeah, we're getting off the field. You know, yeah, we're, like, we're good. Maybe no. I'm throwing a little celebration I, or something. I, I, not not with Saquon. He breaks yeah. too many tackles. Oh, I mean, I, to, to, to jump off of that on a triple loaf, on the Justin Fields fumble, which I still think should have been an incomplete pass, but ruled a fumble and probably correctly. Braxton Jones got beat on that play. Uh, yes, Sam Mustafer got beat on that play by Dexter yeah. Lawrence. And then... Kayvon Thibodeau played to the, widow, the wit, to the whistle, and Cody Whitehead did not. So that's three offensive linemen on one particular play, all earning and a, what's some level of love. about that, too, is that's a rookie jumping on a ball exactly. and two veterans looking at it. Cody yeah. White, now, Cody Whitehead, kind of a, he had to react instantaneously. But, hey, the rookie on the other side of the field did. Exactly. And then, meanwhile, Equinemius St. Brown was just standing there the whole time. He made no effort. To go after the ball. Got to make an effort when the ball's on the ground. That's, That's the, the loaf there. I mean, that is a fresh, good, solid loaf. Get yeah. some peanut butter on there. You're really enjoying a good lunch for that loaf. Yeah, Big my, time loaf by, by, my, by EQ. I'm taking your word for it. I don't remember him on that play, but, I'm, <laughs> but it sounds incredibly spot on. My, my loaf is Jaquan Brisker. Same play, touchdown, two times in a row. Daniel Jones making him look great. A right? guy that struggled, 
but you are the edge of the defense in that formation. You have contained. I didn't understand what he was doing. He, like, kind of dropped back like he was in coverage. There's nobody there. Get the edge of the defense. You would have had two sacks in that play with the opportunity to maybe make him an errant throw, maybe a sack fumble. He weirdly covered a tight end in the middle of the field on the second one. It was bizarre. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand that. This simple football, that's what's the most concerning to me, guys, is, is the fact that, like, you cannot stop the basic plays. I could understand if they're scheming, they're game planning, some trick plays, something that, that catches you off balance you haven't seen, but these are easy plays. We're talking about a boot. We're talking about a zone run. We're talking about a zone read. These are simple one-on-one plays. Like, these are easy to defend, and they have no answer. Like, that's what makes me concerned because this week we're playing against Dalvin Cook. Yeah. He might go for 300 yards the way they are playing, honestly. I'm very nervous about this game because they cannot stop the run, and he's an absolute monster out there. I oh, mean, and they have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, who you have to cover. Exactly. They got a good the, play caller. The last caller. couple weeks, you haven't played any wide receivers. Exactly. If but, they could just flex this to a, a night game, then we would get primetime Kirk Cousins. That might help. At, oh, yeah. At home, too, they play, they play well. Yeah, the Bears gave up 262 yards yesterday, 90 on the ground, on the ground. 98 from the quarterbacks. Backs. It's the fourth most since 1977. Shout out to Big Z for that uh, stat and trip today. That ain't good. They're on pace to give up 3,116 yards, which would be the third most since the 1978 Bills and 1948 Brooklyn Dodgers. I didn't even know there was yeah. a football team. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Did you double check that work? Because I didn't. I'm assuming that's the, is it the Brooklyn Dodgers were a football team. So they got uh, Biggs never gets anything wrong. So it's got to be well, right. Well, maybe they were the actual Brooklyn Dodgers out there. Why they were so? That's why they were so bad. They couldn't stop the run because they were baseball players. <laughs> 1948 <laughs> NFL Brooklyn Dodgers. But double how, checking. How how is the the deep run defense worse than last year or the past couple years? Right, you thought there would be some kind of improvement there. And this is basic. I can understand, right, the, the lack of pressure, right? I'm okay with that in, in a sense, right? Because you can scheme up some things. You can bring blitzes. You can do different games and stunts to get the pressure. But stopping the run, it really comes down to, to attitude, discipline, having your gap. That's half the battle. Yeah. Like, and they're not doing any of that. You know, when I see somebody getting knocked down the field eight yards, like you cannot, it, like in the, in the first couple plays of the game, like they set the tone right yeah. there. Brooklyn Dodgers of 1948 won two games, 2-12 two and 12 in the American Football Conference, so they actually were a team. And I'm double-checking who those two wins came against because you knew very I'm not sure. I'm not sure we needed, though. Well, I'm wondering <laughs> if they were against the Bears. Just the, for <laughs> well, not if they were in the AFC, AFC, right? Okay, you're right. The New York Yankees at the Brooklyn Dodgers is a game on here. That's just a feels what? like this is not right. I still think it's a baseball game. Is, are you looking at U Stadium again? What's going yeah, on is over this, there? Is this U Stadium? No, no, this is not U Stadium. Okay. The Chicago Rockets lost to the Brooklyn Dodgers, twenty-one to seven. You remember the Rockets? No, was this Me arena neither. league? Was this the nineteen forties arena league? I don't league? think this What's is a real team. <laughs> um, all right. Now I hate to break it to you guys, but the schedules. The only two wins were against the Chicago Rockets. Now you can move on. Whoever the hell they were. <laughs> the two wins of the 2-12, 48 He's Brooklyn Dodgers were against the Rockets. the Rockets. That's not a team. <laughs> um, the schedule's about to get tougher, guys. And uh, I'm sweating the over bet a little bit on the six and a half wins. Now, if you told me that they started 2-2, two and two, great. But you start to look at this, and it's like, realistically, how do they beat the Vikings? At yeah. In Minnesota, like you got to hope they come back from London extremely tired and like yeah, I I don't I don't know with with the way they are not stopping the run, like because what the Giants said like Kafka and company they were game planning they're like I don't, we don't even need to pass the ball at this point let's just run the ball right basically and, ran two plays the whole game and Minnesota can can do the same thing right like good play callers are like. Let's just take what the defense has given us. Yeah. I'm not trying to get cute. And that's a game where he could have tried to get Daniel Jones some confidence, right? He's a young guy that they're trying to get going. But he's like, we're going to win this game running the football. And Minnesota will do the same thing. If I'm, a, if I'm an opposing offensive coordinator, I'm saying we're running the ball 40-something times this game. That's, we're going to set the tone. They can't stop it. They can't stop it. Yeah. Um, now, then after that, you get Washington at home. I feel I feel okay about that. That's got to be a must win. Yeah. Because then 
You go to New England. Now, their quarterback situation's shaky right now, but they almost won at Lambeau yesterday. Yep, and they always find a way to get that backup quarterback the confidence, the game plan for him, they scheme for him. It's a Monday night game. Belichick cannot scheme for this offense. He will not know what to do. He'll be completely (laughs) on his heels. I see you, Getze. Come on, baby. You're going to take down Billy. Let's go. That's what they're saving everything for. Right, right. They're, they're, they're just holding everything back until they go to New England in a few weeks. Oh, then they go to, to Dallas. Dak, Dak Prescott's probably back by then. Don't you think the Bears' offense feels at least a little bit better, though, today? Don't you think Getsy's like a drop more confident in it, what it, they can it, do? It, it you got to stop that right now. Really? Which one? You did the same thing at halftime yesterday. They didn't score a touchdown. <laughs> they cannot be feeling better <laughs> about anything. So, so well, I under, no. I, they have oh, to oh. be. Like, I understand where he's coming from because, like, from a passing standpoint, right? It was better with the play calling. Yeah. Obviously, in the red zone, he's got to get better with his play calling. But as far as, like, scripting the plays, it was a lot better than it had been know, in the first I know, but it's weeks, just right? like, guys. It's not where we needed to be. But. Guys, you turn on that Chiefs game last night. It's a different league. They're playing a we're different not, sport. They have, they have Andy Reid. They not, have Andy Reid. I know, Reed. but can we just stop celebrating? We're, we're, we're like, not, we're not they tr- completed four Pocket passes downfield. It's a step in the right direction. I mean, the, these expectations right now are so low. Yes, it's they, they really are. How low they are. That, that's fine. I agree with I agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> that that there, it is a different league. It is insulting what I just said. <laughs> but but all of but they went from eight seven and eight completions to eleven. That is a oh, what a win! A, wow. Well, that's a thirty three percent improvement but, here, but, team. But, but the yards per pass were better, right? And, and they, we're taking and a positive. They connected on a bomb. They also had other plays that should have should have happened that could have happened. Fields looked at least twelve percent more comfortable. Yeah. So we uh, it, it 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 didn't go backwards. It went forwards. So now red zone. That's the key. Red zone. You got to capitalize. You got to score two touchdowns in that situation. You got to. <laughs> you got four opportunities to score. You can't you can't right. walk away with all field goals. You can't. Well, and that's the thing though, right? It, you, you, you get down to the 10-yard line. What are you going to do if you're How Luke? many times has Justin Fields thrown a ball into the end zone this entire season? That's a great question. Has it I li- four times? Because like, you brought up the stat yesterday that, like, they had run 19 runs and one pass in the red zone all season. Is that right? That's what they that put, the number? That's what they put on the screen, yes, and that's when I said that that, must, that has to be incorrect. So his, his only throws into the end zone are, have to be the touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, he... Right, he threw the touchdown threw the pass touchdown, to EQ. Is that it? To EQ, and then... No, uh, that was outside of the red zone. And then... Um, that was outside of the red zone, right? No, yeah, but was, I'm saying, I, but he I actually... was th- in the red zone. He like actually threw the ball into the end zone, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm not yes. thinking, how many passing attempts have actually crossed the plane? How <laughs> many at all. I, I want to know, is, once they were inside the 10-yard line, we could... I don't know who... Braggs, can you get on that? You got you're 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 a research superstar. He's laying brick right now. He's got brick by brick. Go to no, work. He, he do is your actually job. he's in the in the chat right now. Throwing, I see it. throwing the old uh, face palm. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> whatever. I can't believe what you're saying. We'll, we'll figure it out somehow. It ain't many. But my point is this: like, if you're Getsy, are are you dialing up? What are you dialing up? The, who's getting open in that tight of a window? Yeah. You know you. I'm with you. It's. He's got to get better in the red zone calling because up to that, right, the, the play calling was pretty good. And then all of a sudden you get in the red zone, you get a little hesitant, you get a little nervous, it seems like, from his play calling. Right? Well, it like, seems like he doesn't think that they can score any other no, way than running it across. He doesn't. Right. But, okay, how about something other than straight up the middle? Can we, uh, yeah, can, can we get in a boot in that situation, get him on the run, or so, can we get something going? Well, Let's, there are a couple things. that One is, and they fell into this trap last week, too, against the Texans, like, for an outside zone running team, they sure have been getting into, like, too much inside zone yeah. in portions of these games, which is weird. I hated that they came out at halftime and Khalil Herbert wasn't on the field. Right? We talked about it. Ebner was out there. I'm like, what, what is going on? He just had some time to, to rest up, get some Gatorade, whatever. They had a quick pass, which they completed to start the second half, which was actually one of the good plays, one of the actual – It's 2022, we can throw the ball downfield plays. Uh, and then they ran the ball twice in a row after that, and it was Tristan Ebner. I'm like, it's halftime. Like, yeah. nobody's tired. Why is your best running back not on the field? I yeah. don't understand this. It's weird. And both of those plays, I think it was like a minus two run and then like a even gain. 
And Khalil Herbert hits the edge on that on that one where he got tackled in the backfield. Yes. He's got a different level of juice, so he at least gets a couple yards. It's not for a loss. Right? That, that, yeah, he took. You can't take a loss on that play. Oh, for a you can't. Back. You didn't have anywhere to run, but you can't take a loss. You're one on one on a linebacker. You have to. You have to be able to get the edge. Yeah, on. Absolutely. At that same time, he he had a clean pocket. He missed St. Brown. He had a dump off to Komet that didn't go anywhere. That that turned that turned into a 14-12 game. Can we actually rewind to right before the half? I want to make a point on it on Eberflus, if I can. It was it was third third and one at the 28-yard line. The Giants had the football. Flus calls timeout. We talked about it on the postgame show yesterday. And I was like, what are, what are you doing? Like you're you're definitely giving the Giants an opportunity on 31. They're going to pick up the first down. He did what Lovey did last he, week. Right, he so. did what and it didn't make any sense. But then rewatching it, I'm thinking to myself, actually, this is the this is the flus that we want. It's not necessarily a logical play in the moment, but he's hoping to get his offense another chance to make to have some level of progress at the end of the half and give him a shot to get points. And it ended up working out. They didn't stop him on that one, but they stopped him on the next set of downs, and they got the ball. And and Bears are down 14-9 at the time, and Fields dropped back to pass three times. Now, he wasn't able to throw the ball on any of them, he had run out of bounds. Like they, they, the, the the protection was horrible. But like the mindset is, you think that he just did it because I think you're giving him too much credit. <laughs> I don't think you call a timeout on third and one there. It, you, you know that that's you can't not, stop the run. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. haven't been able to stop the run the whole game. They're going to get the first down, and they're willing to let the clock run out. You get the ball coming out at halftime. You let the clock run yeah, out. I think exactly. you're giving him too much credit there. Maybe and maybe I am, but but he's fortunate they're playing the Giants. If he had done that against the Packers, Aaron Rodgers scores a touchdown like three plays later. Oh yeah, and you, then he looks. You, you can't make that mistake, right? And then he looks really dumb. But maybe he wouldn't have done it against the Packers. And, and then, and but even if he did, to me, he's in an ideal world. He's looking out. He's looking. Hopefully, the defense can do this, so I can get my quarterback a shot to run his two-minute drill with thirty seconds and get that experience because we are playing for a Super Bowl, damn it, next year. So I want to get him every opportunity, which is why, by the way, they should be throwing the football when they're inside the 10-yard line because you're going to need that then too. So quit trying to squeeze whatever little juices in the lemon of the Bears 2022 and like let's keep on trying to look to look out. So I, I like in a, if he's doing that in a global way, I actually think the flu should get props. But you're probably right that he just didn't know what the hell he was doing. and, and yeah, It's like the it's same thing with punting <laughs> late in the game. Like... I, Those two, and it doesn't add up because it, late in the game, you can't, you've given up two hundred and sixty rushing yards. What? Yeah. What are you? You? It, 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 it technically worked out, you know, until yeah. the point where it didn't, because then your yeah. rookie muffed the punt, so it really didn't work out. So don't stand there on the post game press conference and be like, "Yeah, I'm happy how that turned out." Exactly. How, how are you happy how, well, with how that turned out? It didn't work. Well, what was really weird about it is we were trying to flip the field. Flip the oh, field. Yeah, that Dude, made no sense. You, you already had the field flip. You're at the 45-yard line. You don't need to flip the field. No yeah. one's flipping He's, the field there. That makes no sense. And, and you haven't stopped the run the entire game. Yeah. You got lucky that, that you got the ball back. Yeah. Go for it on fourth down. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand either, right? Like you said, if your defense is rocking, then you feel confident sure. about a punt. But not in that situation right there. Well, he, they put nine in the box and they get off the field. Uh, against yeah, a team that didn't have a quarterback. That, that, right. that had Daniel Jones playing wide receiver over there with the bum ankle. Like, he wasn't going anywhere. Which they didn't adjust to, by the way. Like, they didn't even creep that guy in. Yeah. As, like, an extra backer. Exactly. What? Why would you not do that? If they throw him the ball out there, he's not going anywhere. He can't. They could, they Plus, could. you'd love for them to throw the ball and keep him in bounds. They, they couldn't stop the run even when they know there was no threat of pass. Like, that's just how, how bad it's been as a rush defense. You know Daniel Jones out there, they're not passing the ball at all. It's going to be a wildcat formation. You got to think you got to give everything you can for your gap, for your discipline, everything. They couldn't do any of that. It's, I misspoke there. I meant to say you'd love to have him throw the ball there because it's either incomplete or you can get him out of bounds exactly. and preserve a timeout. Well, this is also, by the way, who they hired. They hired a defensive coach who's going to think that he's going to rely on his defense. And the other guy on the other side who was out there as well, I mean, the Giants went through their offseason transition. The Bears went through theirs. And you saw an offense that was a little bit more creative yesterday and using, oh, they can't guard this. Well, we'll just bootleg Daniel Jones all day long and take advantage of this. Yeah, it, to be honest, though, it wasn't really 
that creative. It was no. just them finding two concepts that worked that the Bears couldn't sure. stop, and they just did it the whole game. Okay, I don't even have to get that creative. You yeah. got, yep. But but I want to give Mike Kafka credit for that because it's like there's a lot of coaches in the NFL. We have certainly seen them here in Chicago recently that just overthink things where they're like, oh, okay, well, let's now try this. Let's try it. And they just ignore the fact that, like, this is working. Keep doing yeah, it. It's in the Packers game, right? The first drive, drive down score. Oh, let's go to gun. Let's go to gun run here. Yeah, let's let's go gun drop back. You're like, whoa, whoa, okay. <laughs> we just drove the ball down the field for a score, and then all of a sudden you're trying to change the script. And I'm just like, what is going let's on? Keep doing here? it. Like, just keep doing it. Like, if it's easy, who cares if it's pretty, if it's this or not? If you're driving on a team, it works. Yeah, I don't get that. Comments are awesome today, by the way, guys. Captain, hey, hey, guys. Question: uh, Do we know the whys? You know, there is a thing that's going uh, there's, that's going on here where Bears fans, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, there's still a, I don't know, hangover from the Nagy slash Trubisky era that is sort of playing into the quarterback panic right now, perhaps, and what, which is why we still see comments like, well, you do we know the whys? You got to yeah. understand that virtually anybody... I don't want to say anybody, but probably 95% of the people who interact with this show on a daily basis have never seen a good quarterback in Chicago. I know. <laughs> so Jay Cutler was the, was the best, <laughs> so best quarterback. It's so That's bad. Easily. Uh, Easily. Not according right to Carmen. Carmen say Josh McCown. Josh McCown, 13 touchdowns, <laughs> one interception. He was, he was an actual leader in guys. People are writing about how he could be the greatest coach in the history of the NFL, even though he's never coached before. Give me that guy over the dude that's hanging out in a treehouse trying to kill a snake that's attaching, <laughs> attacking his house. Is there something about these former uh, Green Bay? <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something about these former Green Bay coaches, right? Hackett, Getsy. Uh. They've been struggling with the game planning. Like, you know, I think sometimes, and we'll see how everything goes, but I think sometimes people get so much credit off coaching somebody like Aaron Rodgers or somebody else like LaFleur and Rodgers, they're, they're running the show. Spoiled. They are running the show. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? I, Just like when Matt Nagy, when, when, when he got all the credit for being the O coordinator, that is Andy Reid's show. Everyone's like, well, we have Nagy and look at their Patrick Mahomes. No, that was Andy Reid. Wa- watching the Chiefs last night was, was an experience, wasn't it? Because it was just like, and I know this happens a lot, but last last night was definitely one of those days where like you just got done watching the Bears, and now it's it, it, that's mm, right there in front right, of you all night right. long, and you're like, that's just it's a different mm. offense, it's a different level of play, it's a it's like a a different sport. The the Andy Reid part of the the Nagy thing, I, I'm not gonna say the name, but I know somebody in Chicago media who knows Reid well and would like call up Reid like. Your guy sucks. He's like, he's like, you just, 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 can just, just don't be, just be nice to him. Like, basically, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, can you? Do you don't have to say it like super blunt. Like, you can make some point. Like, yeah. he, he knew that he wasn't necessarily head coach material. Brought him back. But don't, don't you think that a lot of times, like, people ride the coattails of other people, like, because they have a title, even though that's not it. Like, look what Andy Reid did with Alex Smith, man. Yeah. Like, San Francisco tossed him to the side. And he's a four, four-time Pro Bowler, All-Pro, you know, leading completions, uh, yards, everything efficient. He caters that offense to him. That's why I just – like, if, if Andy Reid was here in Chicago, imagine the game plan he would have for Justin Fields. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd, be yeah. night, it'd be night and day, right? It's, you, you, can't, you can't blame Justin Fields, right, for holding the ball. Or, yeah, but for the, the game planning, that's on Luke Getze. He has to get the best out of what you have, right, which the Patriots have done for years. We say, oh, they have a backup right now, right? But what do they do? They game plan, they script for what he's comfortable for. So, but I'm going to defend Getsy for a second here. Like, you really think you can game plan with his offense? Well, but, uh, yes. Uh, to a, uh, you can always game plan for what you have. He, like, here's what I'm not seeing. Okay. <laughs> I'm still seeing way too many boots because the defense uh, has uh, adjusted that. Like, you got to stop it. You keep yeah. running him into trouble with those, okay? How about just simple play actions? And they don't have to all be shots. Exactly. Like, it, it, that's the problem I'm seeing is like, okay, you're running the ball well, you're running the ball well, now you go play action, but everything's too far downfield. Like, there's nothing wrong with, like, the play action, here's a quick completion. Like, bam. As I said, need more of those dink and dunk intermediate throws. Like, yeah. think like the Patriots, right? Like, 
Tom Brady, when he first got his little car, we were talking this on, on Thursday night after dark. That offense was made for Drew Bledsoe, that Patriot system, a guy with a cannon of an arm, right? And then he gets hurt. Brady comes in and say, okay, how we get this young guy confident, right? The six-round pick, dink and dunk throws, intermediates. And then all of a sudden, you know, then you can work the longer game. But that got him the confidence, and that's what Luke Getzey needs to do because he's not doing that. We're, we're doing, like you said, too many boots, right? Why not do a 21 personnel just play action, right? We don't have to do a boot. Yeah. And then a nice five-yard out, seven-yard out. Get things going, right? A little seam, right? The zone beater. You don't see any of that stuff. And Cole Komet, like, in the red zone, you don't even give him an opportunity to do anything, right? Talk about the, the difference between run and pass at this point. A tight end in the red zone is, is usually a quarterback's best friend, right? It's, it's a nightmare matchup. A bigger guy, 6'5 and above, can use his body. That, that should be pitch and catch all day. You, you saw – for the zillionth time, Patrick Mahomes leaning on Travis Kelsey in the red yeah. zone last night. And, and Cole Komet is not Travis Kelsey, but in the red zone, he should be able to, to block out, use his body right. to catch some balls out there. Like, that's – I don't know. It's, it, it's frustrating to see, you know, the, the, the play calling because you got stuff that works and then you go away from it, right? Their best personnel is 21 personnel all day, every day, right? You work the play action off that. You work drop back pass with that. There's a lot of things you can do, and it helps the O-line out, right? Yes. Now, now you're in that formation, and they're thinking, I don't know if it's a run or pass, so maybe I'm going to get off differently, right? But you know if you're in gun, they know based on where the back is, right? Because you already know, I, I could call out every running play from the gun, right? Because the, the running back is behind Justin Fields, right? Because he's got to be able to go downhill, right? When he's even, that's a pass. And you know, you know by the tackle stance. So that gives it away. That's why in the 21 personnel, it disguises it more. So you have an O-line that's struggling. That's how you game plan for them, right? Because opposing defenses, I hated that 21 personnel because you can never get a jump on the pass or the play action. Torian, for the record, I see you in the chat. Yeah, Cooper Rush won another, won another game yesterday. You're a guy. He hasn't thrown interceptions. He's thrown four touchdown passes. Dude's 3-0 and as a starter. Hashtag Cooper Rush. Well, because they're doing exactly what Corey's talking about. They're making things easy for him. That's like, I don't understand why we have to complicate things. <laughs> yeah. Football is really not that tough. I, I, I promise you. Yes, it's a tough game and to, to play at a high level and all this. But to win games and, and make things comfortable for a quarterback and a team and an offense that's younger, that's the recipe for it. But Getsy goes away from it. And I want to try to be cute. And, and they, play callers do this all the time, right? They do it all the time. And it, 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 it makes me want to pull out my hair because I'm just like, this is what's working. Let's stick with it. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, let's do this. Why? Like, I, I, I really don't get it. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. That's, that's, Tiger Woods. That's what it should be. Hey, uh, want to make sure you know about our friends at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. We got a couple of their sets here in the office. We had them at the tailgates. Um, they're, you you got to see them. They'll, they'll make anything you want for your company some type of gift that you want to give somebody, they can do it. Their signature box-style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted. Our cornhole boards uh, come with a built-in drink holders, recessed in uh, lighting on the back, uh, the LEDs that light up on the hole, exterior handles for uh, easy, easy carrying, and they have the handcrafted scorekeepers as well. It's a veteran-owned and operated company. It can ship anywhere and offer local pickups specializing in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event wedding gifts and gifts for all occasions especially for tailgaters and backyard barbecues check them out at shy town custom cornhole oh yeah let's get to our next tailgate and play some cornhole i'm right? excited bears let's go all right can we find um can we find five more wins on the schedule that's, let's just do this real quick. Yes, Vikings. we can. We absolutely can. Okay, Vikings, no. I'm going to count Washington as a possible win. I think that's a win. I, I, okay. I, I, I can feel so confident in that. What about New England? Win. At, at New England, right? Yeah. No, On Monday I, Night that's Football. That's a loss. At Dallas. That's a loss. With Dak back. Versus Miami. That's a loss. Dolphins look good. Uh, Detroit. Win. Let's say they – can we just at say home? they split with Detroit? Yeah. 
I think I think we I think we split with Detroit, and I think we split with the Vikings. Usually, when they're not at okay. home, I feel okay about. So then that's three wins there. Okay. If they split with the Vikings, they split with Detroit mm-hmm. at Atlanta. When nah, they I just lost Cordero Patterson, by the way. So All right, we can say it's a win. Yeah, I, I don't know, maybe I, I'm going to count the Jets because I always thought that they would split New York. Yeah. So they got the loss out of the way. <laughs> so we'll say Jets, Packers, no, Philly, no. Buffalo, no. How about that three-week stretch? In the start of December, Packers, Eagles, uh, Bills, all at home, by the way. That's why this game yeah. against the Giants was so important. You had a chance to go 3-1. and one. Yeah, and I hate to tell you, but that was the rest of the season. So we found four wins there. I know. This is changing because I, I, I had higher expectations. I, I told you. I, saw, yeah. I thought maybe eight, nine wins. And, man, I, I, I don't see And it they right. started 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. Listen, right. they, they beat Washington. They beat New England. Wow. They beat the Dolphins. Okay. They beat Detroit. That's four right there. Beat the Jets, five. Win one of uh, Detroit and Minnesota against six. There's your eight wins. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be tough. They're, they're going to have to be able to stop the run. I mean, honestly, teams teams are just going to gash them. That's, that's how it's going to be. Like, It's a weird schedule. They're in this stretch right now, four out of five games on the road. The one home game is a short week. We got to play on Thursday. Um, that could help them. Flute hits yeah. principal recovery quicker. Bang! I don't know. It just it just worries me. Oh, because you, you remember the the twenty twelve season I played in. We were so good defensively, stopping the run, everything right. And then we essentially had the same team with the exception of Erlacher in twenty thirteen, and we went from top five to dead last in every category. We could not stop the run, right? We're making adjustments. We're thinking every, And then we still cannot stop the run. We're like, a year ago, we stopped the run. We had the same same team pretty much. We cannot stop the run. So what do you attribute that to? I think it has a lot to do with coaching, to be honest with you, because I think that's the only difference, right? Mm-hmm. We had uh, Mel Tucker's defense compared to Lovey and Rob Marinelli's. Which he tried to keep it the same for exactly. you guys. Exactly. But, but it wasn't. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so different. Um, you know, we had that one play on the Green Bay game, right, which would have got us into the playoffs. Ball's on the ground. Nobody scooping scores it, right? Yeah. And it actually was a live play. That would have never happened. Under- so stuff starts to creep in, and that's what I'm wondering. I, I, I like Ibraflus as the head coach. I don't know. May- maybe he needs to overtake the play-calling duties. You know what I mean? Like, I, honestly, at this point, because Allen Williams is not working right now with what, what he's calling and scripting. I, I'm being honest. I, he- he had one comment in his post game yesterday saying that we need to. I, I wrote it down. I'll say exactly but what I, he said. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't oppose I, to that. Honestly, I, I'll say this: like, I, I really like the idea of the head coach not having to deal with calling plays, whether it's offense or defense, during the game. But that's what you. It do. was glaring how it took too long for them to adjust yesterday, yeah. and it seemed like a relatively simple adjustment. Yeah. That's concerning. Like, literally, edge of the defense. That's it, right? The free hitter, you scrape, you come downhill, and you make a play. That's it. That's it. You knock out that. There's – they don't do anything. And Saquon's still going to get his when you do that because you're kind of taking a guy out of the middle. But, like, fine. Like, but you can't give up two touchdowns to a quarterback running on the same exact freaking play. That looks terrible. It really does it, look terrible. Terrible is the word. That's, it comes down to the coaching. I, I honestly, I think Allen Williams, the, I think Eberflus might need to start calling the plays. We had to adjust to it a little quick, a little bit quicker is what he said. Well, at least he said that. Yeah. He yeah. also said they had the flip of the field when they were at midfield. Okay, so he got that one wrong. But this one, <laughs> he got right. We had to. Right, like, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I would like, you know, the head coach just to. Just to deal with his stuff, right? Obviously, have input in the defense. Yeah. But at this point, with the way the defense is going, it is ugly. See, what's kind of concerning is that's such a simple fix to me um, that I would think that it doesn't necessarily require him calling the plays, just going over to the D.C. and being like, yo, we have to do this. I'm the head coach. We're just going to make this change, which should be – that should be how every coaching staff works. It yeah. shouldn't be like the head coach should always have that power. Of course, you know right. he should even have that power on offense. Like he, he right, his quote should have been, "I should have, yeah. I should have 
adjusted quicker. Period. Like even on offense, he should have the ability to go, "Hey, we need to throw the ball more," or 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 we're winning yeah. by two possessions with this amount of time left. Let's just stick it to the ground. Like coaches do that. That's yeah. okay. Um, but that that was glaring do, yesterday. Do you know who Greg Braggs is? Greg Braggs, brick by brick. Yeah, I mean he's in there saying. I mean, look at this comment. Woot. You guys couldn't stop a nosebleed with Mel Tucker in parentheses right. respectfully. I, I mean, that, that, that to me seems like a fight that I want to watch. Hey, hey, Braggs, wow. that was funny, man. Next time I see you, bro, I'm not going to be so nice. I'm not giving you a dap, a handshake, none of that, all right? Braggs, all right? Braggs we, we, we let Woot say the things about the 2013. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, <laughs> brick, brick by brick is brick by brick way out of his his lane with that one, just coming straight at him. By but, the way, Mel Tucker struggling a little bit at Michigan State yeah, right now. Yeah, he had some uh, post, post-game post comments. <laughs> I missed that. What did he say? I, I think he said something like, <laughs> I'm, I'm coaching like shit or something like that. Oh. Like, I think he's – at least he put it on himself, right? Good for him. He's yeah. also because a lot of coaches do not take accountability, right? I actually like Mel. Didn't he get about a hundred million? Yeah, dollars? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He's all right. Yeah, he's he's doing well. The team not so much, but there's a lot of teams right now that aren't doing too well. I.e. Northwestern. I, I yeah. I, I want you know what I, I want? mean. Look at this whole panel here. I mean, Iowa sucks. My coach got Wisconsin fired. Wisconsin sucks. Yeah. Northwestern sucks. Yeah, it's been a been a been a tough uh, Big Ten uh, year for for all of us. Hey, but UCLA won, right? Future Big Ten team. There you go. That's, I guess that's the positive. It <laughs> was a big win. Go but Bruins. But uh, I, I guess I guess the big question, like back to the Bears defense, is like like you said, right? It's a simple thing, and it makes me think that like the coaches aren't doing their job of getting these guys ready to play. That's what it seems like, to, to be honest, right? Because yeah. it's simple things. Like guys are confused about who has the edge. Like the Giants have run this play all season, right? We saw that in film study. How how do you not address that? Okay, let's go through all the scenarios, right? Hey, Brisker, if you're the edge of the defense, you come up here to the level, you, you cause the contain. Okay, here, uh, if, if we're in a uh, under formation, hey, Robinson, right here, if the guy blocks down, you got to spin out and you got to get the edge right now. Okay, go through all the scenarios. It seems like they're not prepared for what's going on. And, and that's what's glaring to me, especially in the run game. You know, there's a lot of times where there's a free hitter and you're like – you. You hit them right there. Even if you miss the tackle, it's maybe a three-yard gain, right, because everyone's rallying. But if you cannot set the edge of the defense, you cannot stop the run at all. And, yeah, I, I just don't think they're getting coached good enough right now. You know, I don't think they're confident out there. I don't think they know exactly what they're doing on each play, and, and it's evident, right? Like, there's a lot of lack of communication out there, and guys aren't on the same page. I got a lesson learned there about praising the coaching staff before they've ever really, you know, played a game. Because there was sure. a lot of that going on in the preseason. Yeah. You know? Three now, to defend the coaches a little bit, too. You got a lot of young players on the field, and you, you probably don't have too many of the guys, like to your point earlier in the show, who's still here when they're good, right? They're probably sitting there pretty frustrated with some of the play that's actually happening out there on the field, too, as they try to coach it up. But I don't know. You got you to come up with a solution. We're not talking about rocket science. Yeah, I mean, stop, stop it, yeah, stopping the run is, is pretty simple. It, it is a simple thing, right? Like I talked about, that's that's the most disappointing aspect of it, right? Because Eberflus coming here and, and Williams, we're like, okay, they're going to be able to stop the run at least, right? And then, you know, once you stop the run, you're like, hey, if we, if we fail to generate pressure with our front four, we'll, we'll dial up the blitz, right? But when you can't stop the run, Teams, teams can be two-dimensional, right? They work the play action. Then all of a sudden, these young guys, their eyes are, are biting. And then what happens? Burn deep. That's what we've seen all year. Last in NFL at 183.3 yards per game. I want to just put on the record, I was shouted down maybe by the chat and maybe by people on the show. I can't exactly remember which one it was, but I remember feeling, feeling emotionally wounded when I put it out there that the defensive line might be worse than the offensive line. You you were you were you were on that, man. Wait, you, hey, I, I yeah. gotta give you your props. Thus far, the offensive line, with the exception of this past game, yeah, it performed better. Right? And and you and you could make you could make an argument, right, that Justin Fields held the ball a little too long on a couple of those sacks. But I don't know. Car may may have been up to something. I, I mean, sadly, it ain't like the offensive line has been great either. But they have been better than what I thought going into right, this game. Yeah, this right. game was not good. No. Not good enough. But let's talk about the D-line real quick, right? Robert Quinn. He hasn't performed to the expectations that no. we thought of, of the season he had last year, right? Al-Kadim Muhammad. 
I thought he was going to have a breakout season after last year being his first year starter, seven sacks, right, under Eva Flus's defense. He's just He's been non-existent. You can't, no pressure, nothing in the run game, right? Travis Gibson has flashed a couple times, but we haven't seen a consistent what we thought he yeah. would take the next step, right? He's looked good at times rushing the passer. Um, and then inside, right, Justin Jones sometimes – Panels getting driven, driven back down the field. Yeah. Like we got to shout out Justin Jones though for that encroachment yesterday. Woot, <laughs> that dude was like he was back there with the running back hanging out. That was that was awesome. He just he just kept going. <laughs> hey, that's the penetration yeah. he's been looking for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, we all we but all do, saw. But do you guys not there. see that right? Like yeah. do you guys do you guys look at the line because that's mostly what I focus on a lot of times when I'm watching. I'm, I look at the, the line of scrimmage right. So that usually sets the tone. And guys just aren't getting penetration. They're not. Right? That's what this defense thrives on when it's run well is the penetration. Like I said, they're worrying too much about, oh, he overreached me. I don't care if you're overreaching me. I'm going to get in the backfield. That's simple as that. Like, you, if someone overreaches you and you try to step with them, that's where you're wrong in this, in this scheme. Right? Other schemes, that's right. But in the Tampa 2 scheme, you have to get off the football. Right? And that's the whole thing. It doesn't matter if you're reached. It doesn't matter if you're necessarily out of your gap. Because the penetration sets that edge, sets that run defense. All right. Well, uh, yeah. We uh, sounds like a We'll see issue. what Matt Eberflus has to say. We I, I'm going to get off to Hallis Hall. He's he's going to talk in about an hour. So uh, 145 presser. That's in 45 minutes, buddy. They Better. moved it back to 155. 155. Yeah. And also last week they said 145. It didn't really happen like 2:30. So okay. we're well, we're going to try to make a move. That's perfect. We got a couple super chats to get to. Okay. Um, then we'll One get out of here. Albus. What do you got, Albus? Everyone complained we didn't give Fields enough weapons to have a fair evaluation this year. Now we are seeing that happen, and people blame Fields. Uh, I think we pretty much established on the show yesterday it's everything. I mean, there, there are plays where Fields deserves the blame. Mm-hmm. There's no question he doesn't have enough help. Nobody's changing the tune on that. Yesterday proved that. But... It's just not an ideal situation. And, hey, Albus, I, I hear you hearing the noise around the quarterback, but if we just focus on the micro on this show today, I think we pretty much said that he got better. Yeah, we, <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> Hogue, Hogue wanted to fight it, but we, we shouted Hogue Well, down. I just – there was a couple plays where I didn't like that he yeah. ran himself into trouble. But other than that, he was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Fine-ish. He, p- he played well enough for them to win that game, 100%. Yeah, somewhat right? okay. I think a lot of it comes down to Luke Getze, right? Well, are you ever going to let him throw in the end zone? Exactly. <laughs> ever. It's a game planning. That's that's the key, right? He doesn't have all the weapons that he might have next year, right? We might have a true number one. We might have another another good receiver, you know? Like, he doesn't have enough weapons. So, it's a combination of everything. But we saw progress, though. Progress. progress, baby. Uh, Zach Ferguson, nine ninety nine super chat says he's bringing his one year old to his first Bears game, flying from San Antonio for the November thirteenth Detroit game. Can you say CHGO tailgate? Yes, we can. Yeah, we do have one that week. And, Ooh, and we, our next one, by the way, our next one is on the sixth for the Miami game. Okay. Uh, we will also have one on the thirteenth. So yes, Zach. Bring that one-year-old out to his first Bears game and bring him over to the tailgate first. There you go. I saw a baby at the fir- at our first tailgate. Very cute baby. Yeah. The baby playing bags too, or cornholes. Carm wishes maybe you could have won then. I I just uh, want to say that I appreciate everybody who came out, and I didn't play bags that day, but I will play at the next one. We, and we I need am, video evidence of Carm because I got to yeah. see his throw. I am nervous. I Martin think you are a little nervous. You ready to yeah, play I, Nick and Ping Pong tomorrow? Because to, that's coming. It's a big match tomorrow. Moriano is going down like he's never gone down because he literally has never gone down here. No one's beating him. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. Yeah. He, like, put spin, spin on it. He put the English yeah, on it. He just returns everything. He it's had really literally annoying. a diving return last week. Wow. And I failed to get on camera, and it bothered me all week. Robbie Gold, when I played, he was, him and Hester were probably – Probably two of the best. Robbie's just good at everything. Yes, apparently. golf. It's ridiculous. Ping pong, kicking. Okay. He's, he's Robbie. Be- no. Very, very beatable. <laughs> we just haven't done it yet. It's only a matter of time to do. It's he's he's like, at this point he's like the, I don't know. He's like the '88 Bears. You know that you know that he's gonna have a great regular season, but you're gonna get him in the playoffs. <laughs> wow. Car. <laughs> wow. Why not? Okay. Let's, let's go, Nick. <laughs> I see you. That's a good way to end this You're- show. We are out of here. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at the Carm, at Corey Wooten, at 
at chgo underscore bears underscore sports. A lot of good content up from yesterday going into today. Car meat and chicken wings apparently made the For feed. breakfast. Hey, did you, did you heat them up at least? Nope. Oh, Straight out of gosh. the box. Oh, oh, it was delicious. Also, nuggets. They're not wings if there's no bone in them. So. Oh, okay. They, they, they definitely were advertised on the menu as wings 100%. Yeah, the boneless, were, boneless wings. Boneless wings. wings. Yeah. Which equals nuggets. <laughs> and nuggets have breading on them to me. Right? The nuggets yeah, are like the, ones, the ones you get from McDonald's, right? A boneless right? wing. Same thing in chicken tender. It's a tendy. It's a nug. Tender, it's not a, it's not t- chicken tender has breading on it. Fried. Re- Otherwise, it is just a chicken breast. And for, for anybody out <laughs> there who, why would you ever order that? I only order it because I know that everybody will eat those. Versus some people with the bone, they don't. They, they don't feel as comfortable, so so we went super safe. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> what do they worry about spilling on themselves? No, my wife's that way. She won't eat anything off a bone. There's, there's, I, I she, got oh, like I make ribs. I got to cut them off for her because I, 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 yeah, I, she right. doesn't like to eat it off the bone. I, she I, likes how it tastes. She just doesn't like the bone situation. Listen, yeah. Maybe it's a lesson for me. Like I should just order what I want if I'm bringing in food for. Uh, so a, you like a, bone a and wings? Yeah, I don't okay. know, of course. And I wouldn't have ordered a thin cheese pizza either, but I I know that everybody's gonna eat that cheese. <laughs> Shout Farm. out to Buffalo Joe's. I know, I know, <laughs> I, know I know, I know. Corey, what's your order at Buffalo Joe's? Let's Buffalo start. Joe's? Yeah, let's end it up. I, w- I would have the uh, the barbecue wings. Barbecue. So barbecue. not the suicide or the. No, no, no. I li- I like the barbecue. When I when I, especially when I was younger, I didn't like hot stuff. Now now I go for the suicide. I like yeah. I like hot spicy foods, but yeah, it's Buffalo Buffalo Joe's is the real a, one. Were you a double order guy back? Double then? order. Double cheddar, chips. Cheddar chips? Yeah. And the gut buster. Gut buster gut RC. Buster RC, go. baby. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, as we say goodbye today, I just want to remind everybody, we are going to enjoy this football season no matter what. That is the plan. I'm enjoying it. Let's, we, yeah. are, let, we are, we are, there's progress going to be made and, and wins or no wins. I'm having a, we're all going to be having a good time together, damn it. So stay up in some way, shape, or form. Good I message. demand it. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. Bye. <laughs>